Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So Hurricane... Tropical storm, Nicole making her way across Florida and into the, uh, you know, the southeast of America uh, doing some damage. So far, we know that five people have died uh, that will be blamed on Nicole. A man and a woman were killed just outside Orlando as they made contact with downed power line. Duh. Uh, An Orange County driver hit a tow truck, killed him and the truck driver. And in Brevard County, a 68-year-old man was killed on board his yacht when it broke free from the dock during the height of the storm. I'll just stay on my boat. I mean, it's called a yacht, but uh, that wasn't such a smart move. We also know that NASA left Artemis 1 on the pad. Now, where Nicole came on shore, uh, hello, Kennedy Space Center was getting some of that. Uh, getting some of that wind and they were a little concerned that uh <laughs> now i wouldn't i would not have you know i don't want it to happen but it would have been hilarious to see artemis just tip over couple yeah just and billions of dollars laying there on the ground <laughs> but it didn't happen it didn't happen it stayed up it's built they claim nasa said that it's claimed that it would withstand uh 74.4 mile an hour wind gusts and that's about what it reached and some of the gusts on kennedy space center were higher than that and nasa was trying to say that uh the hurricane center oh they didn't tell us it was going to be that strong uh they kind of did uh they kind of did they said uh that it was possible that it was going to happen i mean what they say that anyway they say it all the time it's just uh hello uh we issued uh an update okay and that's what you get and nasa was like well you didn't tell us exactly but it stayed out there and it's fine so now uh whenever the nasa do people can come back to kennedy space center when they're allowed to go back in uh which probably will be today actually i mean nicole's past that now uh they'll be able to inspect artemis one it was supposed to take off on wednesday <laughs> uh, uh, it's funny because there's probably going to be clouds in the sky again on wednesday and so you know they'll put it off i'm sure there's going to be oh there was a tile that was damaged on the back quarter of artemis one that uh the hurricane center didn't alert us about the wind gust so we're gonna have to postpone it for another week when we have an open window okay so they're still i mean they're still telling us that artemis is going to take off and do its trip around the moon and pretend like this is what this was going to be like when we go to the moon in another five years okay all right good let's all hope and, you know, pray if you want that Artemis 1 does lift off Wednesday morning from Kennedy Space Center. Welcome! And no one else dies from Nicole.
to chewing the fat. So if you were to have asked me yesterday, hey, what's bigger, a shitload or a fuckload? I would have probably answered, well, a shitload. But I would have been wrong. Steve Burns, remember him from Blue's Clues? Uh, He is now working with Flock Freight, and he's breaking down the differences between a fuckload and a shitload. That's their that's their promotion for Flock Freight. <laughs> so we have, you know, last year was the 25th anniversary of uh, Blue's Clues, I think, somewhere. I mean, it was a long time ago uh, for Steve. Uh, so today, this company is a you know, a tech and logistics brand flock freight, and they want to help people out on how to ship things. And they're telling you that they charge you different prices depending on whether it's a load or a load. Here's Steve's first video for flock freight. Hi, I'm Steve Burns, and I'm searching for the answer to an important question. How much exactly is a load? So I went to the experts at Flock Freight okay. to find out. What is Flock Freight? Flock is a technology company that's creating a smarter supply chain. She's one Regardless of the executives. Regardless of the size of the load, we find the most efficient way to deliver it. Oh, see? What is a f- load? A f- load is anything more than 40 feet, which usually requires a full truck. So that's a full trailer. Truckload f- load. They rhyme. That's neat. Yes, they do. Yeah. <laughs> what is a f- load? A load is anything between 10 and 40 feet on a trailer. So perfect in shared truck loads. Nice. Boat loads? Yeah, we're sticking to trucks. <laughs> I like boats. Great. <laughs> Flock freight. Okay, so we now know that a shitload is smaller than a load. A load is an entire trailer. A load. You can have three in a trailer. You could have three different shipping products and there would be three loads in the back of that trailer he also tells us is this an ordinary truck no this truck was booked by flock freight the experts in shared truckload shipping come on okay sometimes carriers have a load of empty space back here but with flock freight load matching technology they can fill up that empty space with other loads so no matter where carriers are going, they're always hauling a f- load of stuff. Flock freight, experts in shipping any kind of load. Awesome. So, I mean, hello. That's what Steve Burns is up to these days. And I will say that, you know, thanks to Steve Burns and Flock Freight and his, uh, his Blue's Clues days, I'm smarter thanks to Steve Burns. I know now that a fuck load is larger than a load. And so do you. Speaking of loads, what's happening over there at OnlyFans? Huh? What's going on? People are all wound up because they're not getting paid. What's happening, OnlyFans? Pay your workers. Canadian sex worker, uh, Serene Rouge, uh, has said uh, she's had to face a difficult choice. Uh, She could end her recovery period from a recent surgery earlier. I wonder what that surgery was. I probably should have 
could subscribe to Serene's OnlyFans page and find out. I bet I have a good idea what the surgery was, though. But anyway, uh, she's uh, recovering from that surgery. But she may have to return earlier to her day job as an exotic dancer in, uh, because uh, after two months now, it's back and forth with OnlyFans. Her earnings from the platform has not been deposited in her bank account, and she is not the only one. Um, Babby, 23-year-old sex worker from Alberta, Canada, said, uh, I've had many sleepless nights just trying to figure out how I'm going to get through this. I've got rent to pay. Uh, I've got myself to feed. I've got my dogs to feed. I've now enrolled. This is how, this is how tough it is for Babs. Okay? I'm sorry. Babby. Might be baby. B-A-B-I-E. I'm not sure I'm not subscribed. Um, she said that uh, she's now enrolled at a nail technician school in order to have a more reliable primary source of income. Oh, there's an idea. Become a plumber. Always. You're never, you're never going to, you're never going to lose money becoming a plumber. Anyway, it is agonizing. I'm, I'm, I'm making fun of them struggling, you know, from OnlyFans, these uh, sex workers, because it's the oldest part, uh, it's the only profession in the world. Well, go out and take care of business then but this is the new uh the new sex work it's part of OnlyFans. according to uh only a third party payment provider that receives the subscription funds uh they only fans gets 20 percent of the fee and then the rest goes to the to the only fans account uh according but so you know the creator gets 80 percent, and that's the deal you get so you choose where you prefer the funds to go Right, and so there's a problem with how those payouts are being handled. What are you doing, OnlyFans? Make it happen. Apparently, they apparently they claim that they say, "Hey, uh, we'll give you a uh, it's it's a, it's a, an account problem. The company that they were using doesn't work. So they're saying, "Hey, you can use eWallet, Skrill, or Paxum, and one of and one of them said that they're offering uh, a gift card. Well, you know, I mean, you can't pay your bills with a gift card. You pay your bills with the money that you're making from OnlyFans. So they're really pissed because OnlyFans has been making all kinds of money, and they're having a tough time reaching OnlyFans and dealing with it. So I mean, some of these people are making some cash on OnlyFans. One of them is worrying about you know she hasn't gotten her the, she's owed over twenty thousand. And she's made, uh, I forget how much she made this year, but it was an amazing amount of money. And she's saying, well, you know, they've only paid me, uh, they finally came through with 18000 but I'm still owed another three or four this month. Just amazing. So whatever is happening, and this could happen easily. I mean, this is, you know, if there's an issue with these payment companies, then you're going to have a tough time. And so I just want to say OnlyFans, get it worked out. Now, maybe, maybe some of the people that are getting fired from Meta and Twitter are going to go to work for OnlyFans and maybe they can create their own platform, their own app so that OnlyFans doesn't have to mess with these other payment systems and you just have OnlyFans deposit the money into your account. Um, That sounds like a pretty good idea. And by the way, OnlyFans, you're welcome. And you call me. Just email me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. I'm here for you. We'll work out a deal. And what is happening over at Twitter? I mean, now we're finding out that uh, that some of the key executives are hitting the bricks, which, you know, is to be expected. 
but uh, Elon uh, warned some employees yesterday that bankruptcy isn't out of the question. Okay. And then we talked yesterday about Twitter blue and his Twitter gray and Twitter periwinkle. I don't know what he's doing over there. And now he has, remember when he tweeted legalized comedy? And then when he took over Twitter, he tweeted comedy is legal on Twitter now. Well, his tweet was comedy is now legal on Twitter. And now, yesterday, we find out that uh, going forward, uh, any Twitter handles engaging in impersonation without clearly specifying parody will be permanently suspended. Oh, okay. So, and there he's talking about in the name. He's not talking about in uh, your bio uh, in the account somewhere. So, what is happening? Elon, take it easy, man. Calm down. I realize that you don't understand sarcasm but um you know a lot of people do (laughs) uh we get it (laughs) your motto should be uh you know do your own homework elon musk's twitter but you know good luck i mean plus then they're saying now that his uh his deal that he's doing now is uh breaking ftc rules which is a deal that twitter made with the ftc prior to him taking over which is a a review process which is what is supposed to happen when all these rule changes there's supposed to be a review process so and he said he had said that he was going to comply with ftc rules whatever it takes so they may just go bankrupt and start again. I I don't know. I don't know. Follow me at, at JeffyJFR on Twitter. I am a blue check mark for now. No word yet on whether Elon's going to let Alex Jones back on the uh, platform with a blue check mark if he pays his $8 a month. But uh, yesterday, uh, the judge, uh, Judge Barbara Bellis, Uh, imposed that uh, Alex Jones be taken out behind the barn, tied up to six Clydesdale horses, and drugged through nails and pieces of shattered glass. Oh, wait, no, that's not what happened. He just ordered him to pay another $473 million. (laughs) That's it, though. That's it. Now, sure, uh, he was ordered to pay $965 million in compensation uh, uh, last month. (laughs) oh yeah that's it though just over a billion so far and now we're looking at legal fees of i don't know another three or four hundred million plus a third and third of what's supposed to be the final trial still hasn't even happened yet that's coming up so i mean obviously he's fighting it and it's uh horrible but uh you know he's i mean it's over right i mean i don't know what else he does he can't is Alex going to work at the drive through at Chick-fil-A? I'm going to help you. What do you need? I don't think Chick-fil-A would hire Alex, but I could work at one of the other fast food places because they're dying for help. Uh, Alex would be working at Arby's. Uh, he could definitely work at the drive through at Arby's. Yeah. You know why? Because we got the meat. I got the meat for you right here. So when you pull into the drive through at your local Arby's, Probably going to be Alex Jones working at the drive-thru trying to pay off this fee because I don't know how much money he's got buried in the backyard, but he's they claimed he made, I don't know, 
six hundred million in his heyday. He claimed at one point, I think it was sixty or seventy million that he had. The wife was claiming at one time before they made up that uh, he was trying to get money out of accounts and move money around. He says now he's maybe got a couple million, two or three million. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm guessing he's got a few million buried in the backyard. So, you know, at least he can maybe feed himself and the wife. He better not. He owes that money to those people from Sandy Hook because people on social media said bad things about them. Oh, okay. So if you can find out where he's got his money hid in the backyard, have at it. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. So we all know that uh, times are getting tough, no question. But uh, according to this man, uh, the pawn shop owner <laughs> in Colorado, he believes that he has an inflation marker that uh, is proof that times are getting tough. He now features, a, a well, they're calling it a used coffin at the pawn shop. Now, I don't know that anyone was ever buried in it. But he has a coffin that someone has pawned at his store. And it's for only $499. Um, he said many people have been pawning stuff off because of skyrocketing inflation. Yeah, duh. Our loans have gone through the roof. Yeah, when does a pawn stop finally just say, no, I'm not, uh, you know, not going to take that? Or they completely drop the prices of what they give you for the product, you know? So, I mean, that was the old uh, the old bit from Trading Places, right? The movie, the, the Trading Places with Dan Aykroyd and uh, what's his face? Eddie Murphy. Uh, you know, when Dan Aykroyd uh, becomes poor and he's trying to pawn off his watch and he talks about all the great things that this watch can do and, uh, you know, it's worth all this money and the, the pawn shop operator was the, uh, the old-time blues mu- musician, Bo Diddley, and he said uh, that you know he looked at him and said, "In Philadelphia, is worth fifty bucks." So I mean that's the deal, right? That's what pawn shop owners do. So I just love the idea that there's a coffin. Just the other day, the one account that I follow on Instagram, uh, my handle Jeff Fisher Radio, uh, is a Dallas, a local Dallas TV Instagram account, and they showed a guy pushing a coffin down the street. Uh, he was probably taking it to the Colorado pawn st- shop. You might have saw, they might have seen this story, and uh, said, "Hey, I got a coffin at the house. I might as well go pawn it off, make some make some dollars." I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. I know times are tough, and you know that's what's going on. And times are also tough at Peloton, another great company trying to make a comeback. I know they're you know they're worried, but uh, they are trying to you know resell some stuff on facebook marketplace for an eighth of what you paid he said i know people are trying to pay that off so now uh peloton's ex-ceo and co-founder is launching a direct to consumer custom cut rug called ernesta and is bringing it along uh with most of his uh, peloton team so they're trying to give you a rug to set your Peloton on. Uh, this is wonderful. Those of you that have the Pelotons, you need a custom rug to set your 
Peloton on. Man, do I want that. Do I want my Peloton with the custom cut rug Ernesta underneath my my Peloton. So they're going to offer lower prices by buying uh, bulk carpet rolls. Uh, Really? Is that how it works? So Ernesta can basically recycle Peloton's uh, organizational chart because uh, the co-founders are going to all join him to sell the rugs. Wow. Good luck. Good luck. I'm surprised they didn't call it my rug. But what do I know? When you get that, you're going to laugh. All right, let's do the uh, chewing the fat, uh, the fat five, the daily headlines, uh, fat five, the fat five stories you can take with you uh, to get you through the day. Today, uh, the fat five is under the uh, archaeological umbrella. Okay, Uh, the fat five earliest known gibbon fossil discovered in southern China, seven million year old specimen fills in a key gap in the early primate evolution. Does it? That's what they said. Archaeologists uh, discovered dozens of bronze statues buried in ancient Tuscan baths. Tuscan, Jeff. Okay, whatever. Ancient Tuscan baths dating to 2,300 years ago. That's not that long ago, actually. Uh, It finds a new light on the interactions between the Etruscan and Roman cultures during that time period. Oh, yeah. They were all getting together for a little bath time. Oh, yeah. Uh, paleontologists uh, discover a new species of pedosaur uncovered in sub-Saharan Africa. A specimen an estimated 16-foot wingspan and dates more than 70 million years ago. They believe they have found Cleopatra's tomb. Uh, so, you know, okay. Uh, that's what they think. What do I know? They found uh, they found some stuff that they think they have found. They finally have found uh, Cleopatra's tomb and an ancient uh, uh, hole in Israel. Oh, that was digging. They're combing. It's an archaeological site. Yeah, it's an ancient hole. They believe that they have found the first ever sentence or alphabet in this uh in this in this hole well it's a cave okay it's not i know what it is stop looking at me like that so it's a rare inscription found on ivory comb in israel in this giant hole and it talks about uh the annoyance with lice now i looked at what they found personally i don't know where they get (laughs) it just jumps right off that ancient comb of ivory yeah, look at they're bummed about lice in their hair. But you know, it's a different kind of alphabet and uh I don't know how to read it. So it's the Canaanite alphabet invented around eighteen hundred BC and the foundation of all successive alphabet systems such as Hebrew, Arabic, Greek, Latin, and Cyrillic. So I mean they I guess there are people that know how to read it. And that's what it says. Hey, what the hell is all this stuff in my hair? uh it's lice and you're gonna have to cut it off my friend that is today's fat five
couple other headlines that you should probably be aware of. A federal judge in Texas blocked President Biden's student loan cancellation program. And so, uh, you know, I'm sure that fight will go on and on because uh, President Biden believes that he's doing the right thing. Yeah, okay. Uh, Hurricane Nicole, we talked about Hurricane Nicole uh, in the open. Uh, this is a little uh, fast Hurricane Nicole fast fact. Uh, fast fact of the Fat Five uh, that uh, became the first hurricane to make landfall in the U.S. during November in 37 years. Interesting. Interesting. The first hurricane to make landfall in the U.S. during November in 37 years. Makes one go, huh. Or it makes you go, climate change, climate change, I told you. I mean, we talked about uh, the U.N. Secretary General telling us that we were on a highway to climate hell. And this is just an example. A perfect example of what's happening at the COP27. So, I mean, U.S. climate envoy John Kerry apparently is going to let businesses pay to offset their own emissions by funding developing nations. Yeah, no. I mean, that's what John does is he just pays to offset it. Ah, I know. I know I'm part of the problem, but I pay. So it's all fine. I see where... um, uh, Rain Wilson changed his name <laughs> to Rainfall Heatwave Extreme Winter Wilson. Oh, that's genius. That is genius. Now, his Twitter video that he put up, uh, join me at Arctic Base Camp in bringing attention to the melting issue we need world leaders to take action at COP27. The Arctic is melting at millions of liters per second, yet this problem can't seem to make a name for itself. So we'll make a name for it. <laughs> and he goes down a list of all the actors and actresses. I guess everybody's just an actor now. Uh, how they should change their names. And you can go to Arctic Risk name.org and create a name for yourself <laughs> uh, so that's going to bring attention to the problem <laughs> uh, anyway uh, I'll, you know, here's rain and I'll see if we can make it through it I don't know if I can and before I push play just remember you remember if you not if you're saying to yourself wait who is uh, rain rainfall heat wave extreme winter wilson uh you would remember him from the office um he's probably been on some other stuff too but i really don't care to look it up right now because this is so riveting hi there i'm rain wilson or should i say rain fall heat wave rising sea levels and we have to do something about it now Wilson. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry to get so dark so quick. Yeah, it's see, what okay. In the Arctic doesn't stay in the Arctic. As the polar caps melt, it drives up risks throughout the world, including extreme weather events oh, no. that affect all of us. So, as a cheap little stunt to help save planet Earth, I've At changed my name knows. on Twitter, Instagram, and even on my fancy writing paper. Oh. Acid rain kills trees. 
Wilson. Oh, that's because- funny. Uh, that, but how? I don't think you can change your name anymore on Twitter, right? Unless you have parody on it or whatever, because Elon's kind of taken that away. That was part of the fun of keeping your at name, but you could change you could change your you know your your everyday name. But uh, if you better say parody on it, otherwise Elon's going to get butt hurt. I digress. Because I'm an Arctic risk name changer, which is going to be a game changer. Oh man! Our uh, mission arctic base camp is to raise awareness of the global risks of arctic weather change you, it's not oh, just I bad mean. news for the arctic but for us too right That's why i changed my name and you should too to help tell the world leaders and influencers that we need to act now so i'm reaching out to you and lots of folks in in show business to change their names like We're going with our uh cardi the arctic bee melting. oh that's genius jack black Carbon is killing us. My foons are increasing. Burrell. Amy Poehler. Bears are endangered. Harrison. Why not drive an electric Ford? Samuel Erskine. Hot as L. Jackson. I'm not not doing it anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. But that's, that's your man, Rain Wilson. I'm sorry. Rainfall, heat wave, extreme winter. Wilson. He's got to know. It's idiotic. Right? He has to. He has to. No, he, I mean, don't, don't shake your head like I don't think so, Jeff. He has to. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, who died today? Who died today? We think a cobra that was bitten by a, a an eight-year-old boy. We think the cobra is dead because the boy was attacked by the snake in this uh, remote village of Pandapa in central Chichatagar, India. Uh, I don't know if this is the same place where monkeys have gone mad, but I have a feeling that it's pretty close. Uh, I look at the India map and you think, well, there's the remote village of Pandagapa. And uh, right there is in central Tijaka region. And uh, so he was playing in the backyard and all of a sudden the cobra shows up, has wrapped himself around his hand sinking its sharp fangs into his skin. And so fighting through the pain, he furiously shook his arm trying to get rid of the cobra. I mean, that's what, of course, you would be doing that. And following his instincts for survival, the kid bit the cobra twice. He bit the cobra back. Good move. A good move. 
So he said the snake got wrapped around his hand and bit me, and I was in great pain. Hey, thank you. Uh, and the reptile didn't budge when I tried to shake it off, so I bit it hard twice, and then I got away. The family rushed him to the nearby health center, and he was quickly administered anti-snake venom and kept for under observation. Uh, so and he survived. Breathe easy. Wipe your tear away. He did survive from the cobra and it's a miraculous tale now the segment who died today was about the cobra because in the story it says it's also believed that the snake died suffering from injuries so we don't really know we're not really sure we just know the cobra is not there we just know the kid bit the cobra a couple of times and we're guessing that it's dead okay According to a snake expert, <laughs> uh, Kweiser Hussein, uh, who, I mean, you think about snakes, you think of Kweiser Hussein, uh, the boy had only suffered a dry bite. So this, that's when the snake bites you but doesn't release its venom. So maybe the snake was just playing, just playing around, wanted a little playtime with the kid. So they're painful. And they show only local symptoms around the area of the wound. India is home to 300 species of snake. If you're thinking about moving to India, this will help. This will make you want to move there even more. Is the home of 300 species of snakes, including 60 highly venomous snakes. It's estimated 1.2 million people have died from snake bites in the country in the past 20 years. So, man, if you don't get pushed off a roof from a monkey, you're going to get bit by a snake. It makes you want to move there in a heartbeat, doesn't it? I know. So it's taken a couple of years, but at least people in the Netherlands are finally catching up to what I told you was going to happen a couple of years ago. Uh, Wild animals are getting close to humans they're moving in now here in america they're moving back a little bit because we're back the pandemic is over i know it's not it's still a pandemic jeff i know but it's over and uh so the animals we've backed them off a little bit because uh humans first but in the netherlands they're having a little problem with wolves now and uh, they're concerned that they're getting too close to people. They're telling people not to not to feed them. But what they're going to do now is they're going to go out and shoot them with paintballs <laughs> to mark the wolves and try to get them to, uh, you know, get them to move away. So instead of just going out there and you see a couple of wolves and you go, here, wolfy, wolfy, here, wolfy, wolfy. And the other wolves will go, you know, maybe we ought to get out of here. Maybe we should probably leave because it looks like uh, that guy is uh, not being very nice. Because I'm hearing him again. He's saying, here, wolfy, wolfy, here, wolfy, wolfy. And the last time he did that, that happened. So why don't we leave? No, we're not going to do that. Heaven forbid. Heaven forbid. We are going to go ahead and shoot them with paintballs. And that way they'll get scared and hopefully go away and we'll know if they've been shot. We'll get, you know, they'll be stained and we'll know where they're at and we can kind of track them. Okay. All right. I mean, if I was a wolf and I'm just 
This is just me off the top of my head. If I'm a wolf and I'm in my pack, we're hanging out, we're smoking cigarettes, going into town, we're looking for food, and we've got a lady. Right, thank you. And we got a lady that sits in the park over there and tosses me pieces of steak that she doesn't eat because she knows that that's what I like. And uh, she tosses me a lighter, a Zippo, and a smoke so that when I'm done with my steak, fire up a butt just hang out in the park that's what we wolves do so if i'm a wolf and that happens and i see one of my friends get fooled by the here wolfy wolfy i'm thinking i'm out of here all right they're not friendly anymore if you were to shoot me with a paintball i'd be pissed you're messing up with my fur you got a little, i got a little bruise now the lady's not giving me a steak i'm coming after you but that's what they're doing in the Netherlands. So, all right, good luck, God bless. I saw where uh, I saw this great <laughs> this great chart. Oh, where is it? I got to find it now. It's about being attacked by a bear. You know, we did the bear story. The lady was attacked, and she ended up getting down in the fetal position. And the boyfriend came and hit it with a flashlight, and they didn't want anything bad to happen to the bear. And uh, that was the last story we did. That might even be this week. And so I was sent a chart on how to use Brazilian jiu-jitsu against a bear. And it goes down with, one, it, has a, it has seven steps on how to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you out here and give you the seven steps. So if you're attacked by a bear, you'll know how to use Brazilian jiu-jitsu against a bear. And the first one is wait for the bear to make a move. And then when it attacks, duck and shoot in. And then take its back. As you're, you're underneath there, you just wrap around, you take its back. And then step four is it won't be able to reach you with its short arms. Step five, go for the rear naked choke. So you're on the back. And you've got your arms wrapped around the bear's neck. That's, they're calling it the rear naked choke. And then when the bear passes out, it will fall forward. You're good to go. That's step six. Step seven is snap out of it your fantasy and realize you died somewhere around step two. (laughs) Apparently, this means that Brazilian jiu-jitsu will not work with a bear. So I know we have uh, What's the Lie coming up as well. I want to uh, thank you for listening to Chewing the Fat. Uh, I appreciate it. This episode today that you're listening to Uh, If you're listening live on the 11th of November, 2022, is the 999th episode of Chewing the Fat. So Monday's episode, ta-da, will be the 1,000th episode of Chewing the Fat. So thank you. I mean, there's plenty of other episodes that are part of Jeff Fisher and Jeff Fisher Radio and and all you know, bunch of shows. I've done a, a whole bunch more than a thousand shows. But Monday on Chewing the Fat, the Chewing the Fat show, not talking Walking Dead, not talking Thrones, but Chewing the Fat specifically, one thousand shows. And so, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, if you're listening to this and you're not a subscriber, what are you doing? Um, you need to be a subscriber. Okay, it's free. Go ahead and subscribe on a platform. Maybe the friends platform that you're listening to now or one that you like better. But uh, it's, you know, everybody likes free stuff. Nobody likes a freeloader. Okay. So 
go ahead and subscribe. Anyway, thank you for uh, listening to Chewing the Fat. Let me ask you, I'll give you a couple questions. I know I'm up against the clock. Are we really? It's a podcast. I could go for as long as I want. That's I could. I know. I know. I like to keep it, you know, within a listening frame. I like to think about this is what this is in my head. Right? I, in my head, I see you leaving your place of employment, pushing play, and listening to Chewing the Fat, pulling into your driveway at home, and about 40 minutes later, and that's the end of the show. That's how I envision it. Now, I know some of you are out on your lawnmowers or driving your tractors or feeding your cows. I know. I get it. But it's just in my head, that's how, I'm, that's how I envision you. I don't envision you naked. Well, some of you, not you, though. And, uh, I, but I do envision you listening, you know, just pulling into the driveway. And if there's, you know, there might be a minute left, you'd wait in your car because it's just that good. Or you just shut it off and say, man, am I glad I'm finally here. But uh, either way, I appreciate you listening to Chewing the Fat. So let me ask you a couple questions here. All right. Uh, the New York Times ran a quiz on salaries. And I'm looking at these jobs and their salaries. They're never right. I mean, I feel like, what? what is this? Now, this is not what's the lie. This is just, I want to ask you, like a sous chef at per se, a three Michelin star restaurant. What do you think he's pulling down? I'm sorry. What do you think the chef is pulling down? Could be a he, she, they, them. I don't know. I didn't mean to imply that it was a he. Now, this climbs New York Times, 70 grand. 70 grand a year for the sous chef. Eh, all right. A general superintendent of train signals at New York City Transit. Now, you know that's a union gig. First of all, let me give you a little helpful tip, uh, a little helpful hint. That's a union job. A superintendent of train signals. What's that person pulling down a year? According to this, between one hundred and four and $154,000 a year. Turn the green light on. That's a good gig. Man, that's a good gig. Okay, well, the train's getting ready to leave. Turn the light off. Stop light off. Now, that's a good gig. Man, you pull that job down for a hundred grand a year. Uh, the uh, exhibition coordinator at the Whitney Museum of Art. The exhibition coordinator at the at the Whitney Museum of Art. Sixty thousand dollars. Eh, that's that's not that much. The Whitney uh, Museum of Art. Uh, if that's in Manhattan. The coordinator is not living in Manhattan with $60,000 a year, I'll tell you that. Uh, Anchor at WCBS-TV Channel 2. Good morning and welcome to WCBS-TV Channel 2. doesn't say whether it's morning or afternoons. just says Anchor. Uh, news Anchor. Between two hundred and thirty and two hundred and fifty grand a year. Eh, I feel like I feel like it would be more than that, but maybe that's the morning show. Um and uh, executive director of fixed income trading in J.P. Morgan Chase's global wealth management division. Yeah, that's on floor three. We don't. It doesn't get past floor three. Okay, don't keep telling me. But it's the executive director of fixed income trading in J.P. Morgan Chase's global wealth management division. According to this, according to the New York Times. Executive Director of Fixed Income Trading between one hundred and forty two five and three hundred thousand dollars a year. Eh? Does it make you feel better about what you do for a living? No? 
Yeah, me either. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All righty, it's Friday, <laughs> and that means it's time for what's being called America's favorite game show, What's the Lie? What's the Lie? Where contestants try to decipher the lie from four, count them one, two, three, four headlines. One of them is not true, thus that's why we call it what's the lie welcome to our contestant sean stanko sean stanko welcome to what's the lie how are you you're doing great jesse hey sean thank you for uh for playing what's the lie uh where are you located at sean in lyman south carolina wow for people listening live on the 11th of november 2022 you're a smack dab in uh hurricane tropical storm nicole weather uh, how you holding up? You okay? You got the boats out? You got the places battened down? The hatches battened? Oh, yeah. We put the hurricane shutters up, all that. Yeah. All right. We'll just barely squeak through. All right. Good. I'm glad to hear it. So are you ready to ready to play? What's the lie? I mean, you get four headlines and one of them is not real. So you ready to go? Yeah, let's give it a shot. All right. Let's go. What's the lie? These are your four headlines, Sean. TSA agents find gun inside raw chicken at Florida airport. Headline number two. New study finds house cats can tell your mood based on what music you're listening to. Headline number three. Texas high schoolers must retake SATs after tests fly off UPS truck. Headline number four, TikTok user in Tomb's bag of Cheetos to be opened in 10,000 years. Those are the four headlines. TSA agents find gun inside raw chicken at Florida airport. New study finds house cats can tell the mood based on what music you're listening to. Texas high schoolers must retake SATs after tests fly off UPS truck. Headline number four, TikTok user in Tomb's bag of... Hold on, I'm not done with the second reading. TikTok user in Tomb's bag of Cheetos to be opened in 10,000 years. Okay, those are your four headlines, Sean. Now, you chose one headline. Is Are you sticking with that headline? Headline number four? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Oh, dude. Dude, we really wanted you to win, too. Gosh darn it. Oh, I tried. You know, because we're giving away a talking sense Jeffy Blue Freshie that you can hang up and smell the air make your air smell just like well me and you can you know for more information you can go to talking sense facebook group and find the freshy scent designed for you but you can still do that but you're not going to win one so thanks for listening to what's the lie what's the lie is a subsidiary of chewing the fat enterprises all information is probably accurate at the time of recording 
CTF WTL MMXXII. So you went with number four. That's wrong. Did you think that uh, you have another choice? You're going to take. You want to take one more guess just for the you know, yeah, just for the heck of it. I was going with number three. if not that one. Number three, the Texas high schoolers must retake the SATs. Oh, I know. You want to guess another one? There's only two more. You got two more. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, I guess I'll have to go with the chicken one. I mean, you'd think that's the most outrageous. Oh, okay. That's wrong, too. So you want to go? You have one more. You want to take a guess? <laughs> Was it number one then? No, it was number two, the cat. So you went through them oh, all. Right, right, right. Yeah, the cat. So yeah, the cat. The cat's not telling your mood from the music you're playing, right? Cats are cats. There is no new study. Yeah. Although there probably oh, will yeah, be a study. A documentary. I, I forget what it was on, but it was it was it, it touched on a lot of that. I know. There's I probably a study out there that. coming soon that will be that way. Sean. Hey, thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. Thanks for playing uh, What's the Lie. Thanks for listening to The Blaze. I really appreciate it. You take care of yourself, okay? Be safe. Absolutely, sir. It's great talking to you. Thank you. You have a good day. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.